Back to another episode of Sean and Ed's Do Baseball. I'm Sean. And I'm Ed's. And we are doing baseball. We are a baseball history podcast. A bi-weekly baseball history podcast. I never say bi-weekly. You always say it. I always correct you. Yeah, that's right. So every other week, every other Wednesday, uh, you should find us however you're listening to us. Uh, we are a baseball history podcast where two friends get together and share a story from baseball history. Today, Edzie has a story and I have no idea what he's about to talk about. Uh, well, you sort of know what I'm about to talk about. First of all, follow us on Twitter at Doing Baseball and Instagram uh, at Doing.Baseball, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us a review, give us a rating, whatever you can do for us, we appreciate it. Okay. Uh, are you ready now? I'm pretty I'm ready. ready now. I'm pretty ready. Wait, wait, wait. Before this. What? You said I already know something about this, but you wouldn't tell me anything about it. Uh, about you... Twitter. You, you oh, knew oh. I was going to say about Twitter. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were like, well, all right, fine. Yeah, you don't know anything about this story. Well, okay, no. all right, all right. Bring it on. Let's do uh, it. Our story this time begins over in Europe. Nice. Okay. Uh, the exact location is debatable, and uh, we're going to allow both sides of the argument to be accepted in this story because they're both true to an extent, and it's not really that important in the end. All right. All right. So let's uh, begin in Germany, Frankfurt, to be exact. Right. Uh, Frankfurt is the largest city in the state of Hesse. Hesse. Yeah. I've, I've done a transfer there. I've never, never been yeah, there. Yeah, same it here. It looked impressive. Same here. There's yeah. nice flying into. Yeah. Uh, it is the largest city in the state of Hesse and the fifth largest in Germany, none of which is relevant. Great. To this story. <laughs> Just getting uh, some geography yeah. out there for yeah. you, everybody. We yeah. care, you know? Yeah. The re- it's a good subject. You should study geography. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the reason we are talking about Frankfurt, Sean, is because it is the birthplace of the Frankfurter Wurstchen. Okay. You know the Frankfurter Wurstchen? No idea. I feel like you know about the Frankfurter Wurstchen. Is it some sort of hot dog or sausage? It's a thin parboiled sausage made of pure pork in a casing of sheep's intestine. Oh my god, my face is like permanent smiles. Is this what we're going to talk about today? I think so. This is it, amazing. I, 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 oh my I, I, god. Are you I, thinking what I'm thinking? I'm no, we, we have a rule of no guessing because yeah. I don't want to ruin the rest of this, but oh my goodness, yeah. I'm so excited for this. It has a special taste that is acquired by a special method of low temperature smoking. Normally, a Frankfurter is not cooked, it is only heated for eight minutes in hot water and traditionally is served with bread, mustard, horseradish, and or potato salad. Show me potato salad. I love it. I love that they threw horseradish in there, too. Yeah. Uh, it's not... to clear out the sinuses. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Horseradish on a hot dog. Let me tell you. All right. So uh, <laughs> that is the traditional way to prepare Frankfurter Wurstchen in Germany. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Outside Germany, however, Frankfurter simply refers to boiled sausages, usually which in North America are generally Vienna sausages. Ah. Right? Uh, the recipe is slightly different, though. Uh, not by much. It simply includes uh, beef in addition to the pork in the Vienna sausage. <laughs> so it's not really that different. To, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a boiled sausage. Yeah. <laughs> we added some beef. <laughs> yeah. So, so technically, actually, if, if you put any sausage on the grill, mm-hmm. it can't be a Frankfurter. 
Really? Well, because a frankfurter, like I said, traditionally, if you're talking in the traditional sense, a frankfurter is is cooked in water for eight minutes. Yeah. No, the boiling method is 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 it's a great method, but it's kind of gross as well. Yeah. Well, totally. I remember when we went to Chicago. Yeah. The uh, the first time I went to Wrigley Field, I noticed that all of the the vendors had the had the the hot water and the yeah. the dogs in the water. Yeah. Yeah. And I was not impressed by it. But, but now I understand why. It's the traditional way. We right. fucked it up with our fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, now let's go to Vienna. Yep. Okay. The Austrian capital is the largest in the country. Yep. Home to international organizations. Yep. Like uh, United Nations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. No. Known great, as great city. Yeah. Known as the city of music or the city of dreams, but for the sake of our story, it will be the city of sausage. Nice. Uh, the Austrians didn't name their sausage cuisine after themselves, though. They just continued to use the name Frankfurter. Because mm-hmm. they were just like, whatever, we're just throwing some beef in, man. Yeah, so, yeah, like, just regional names for the... It's from Frankfurt. Yeah, we call these yeah. Frankfurters. Yeah, so if you're not listening, uh, the Germans around Frankfurt invent a pork sausage and cure it through a slow-smoking process and decide it to name it after their home. Uh-huh. And then some people in Vienna decide to make their own Frankfurters, but they're a little short on pork. So they just add some beef. Yeah, so they've got some extra cows. All right. So they murder a couple of them. They grind them, them up in yeah. uh, the mix with the it pork they've just, got. That's what you do on a Sunday. Yep. yep. And then they stuff it in a sheep's intestine. Okay. And then they call it a Frankfurter. And they put it in some hot water. Yeah, they call it a day. All right. Good night, Hans. All right, that's great. Yep. But... Back in Frankfurt, uh-huh. the dudes are like, nine, this is not Frankfurter. <laughs> How can this be Frankfurter if it is made with beef? We must have beef with this beef. Yes, absolutely. We refuse to call your Wiener sausages Frankfurters, you Wieners. So they start calling them Viennas. Yeah. That's amazing. So that's like the name. So like Wiener oh is, is German for someone, is like a German for, for, term for someone from Vienna. Oh my God. So that's why the, the yeah. So that's you Wiener. Yeah. You guys want some Venus tonight? Yeah. So everywhere in the world, the term Frankfurter and Wiener is generally interchangeable that's and amazing. agreed upon as the tubular meat. Regardless of whether or not there's pork or beef other or meat mix. in yeah, addition yeah. to the pork, but in Germany, don't fucking get it <laughs> twisted. Frankfurter is pure pork, and Wiener is pork and beef. All right, they're serious about their sausage. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, it's very important to them. Okay, so this is, this is just going totally different than all our other episodes, and I love it. <laughs> the actual date of invention is unknown, as sausage is one of the world's oldest processed foods. Uh, having been mentioned in Homer's Odyssey as far back as 9th century BC. You know what? I, I, sausage is, is one of the, the meats that I appreciate most, and probably because it's been around the longest. It's timeless. It is timeless. Yeah. Uh, so, as uh, said before, the invention of the hot dog is up for debate as well. Uh, so, those uh, from Frankfurt uh, claim it as a local invention as a point of pride, but those from Coburg, Germany, <laughs> would beg to differ and attempt to claim that the popular sausage was created in the late 1600s by butcher Johann George Hanner. That we know his name. Yep. A <laughs> you're co- a butcher. Yep. And your name is being mentioned like 350 years later. More. More. Like, 400 years yep. later. Yeah, oh my God. A Coburger who took his quote 
Dachshund or Little Dog Sausages to Frankfurt and made them famous. Ah. Right? That's, We're getting into yeah. the entomology oh of it. Oh my god, and there's dogs and butchers and... Yeah. So okay. there's a fun fact, if you didn't know why they're called hot dogs, because of the dachshund or little dog... I don't know how to say that word. Is it dachshund or dachshund? dachshund? I don't know. We're going to go with dachshund. we probably brutalized it to the point where we just yeah. call it dachshund. Yeah. So I guess that's why they're called hot dogs, because they're similar shape to a dachshund. Yeah, or a German dog. Like, yeah, which is weird. <laughs> this is all it's making a, sense, and it's weird. And it's like, it together but it's like weird me. to think about it. It's like coming back around. I wrote down here that's like the like the wiener dog name must have come afterwards because they were like, well, oh, it's, it looks like a Vienna sausage. So yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the Frankfurters would tell you, anyway. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, the origins of the two types of sausage is used in America's favorite ballpark snack. The hot dog. The hot dog. I'm sorry, I took that from you. That's okay. <laughs> it's not written here. Oh. I'm just re- repeating, driving home, what we're talking about here, the That's, hot dog. Well, it's so crazy because because you've seen, like, Vienna wieners and the Frank, like, you, you see, you don't always see it when, when, you're, when you're purchasing tubed meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, you've seen, like, Vienna wieners, and that's like saying, like, Vienna, Vienna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Vienna, Vienna. Vienna, Vienna's. Yeah. Vienna. Of Vienna's. That's oh, and then Frankfurt sauce. Okay, so keep going. Okay, this. so that's the origins of the actual sausages. Yeah. Uh, but who brought them to America, and more importantly, who popularized them among fans of the great sport of baseball? As Humphrey Bogart famously said, "Quote: A hot dog at the ballpark is better than a steak at the Ritz." Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Although there are many different accounts, and we'll look at a few of them, it is generally agreed upon that the inventor of the American-style hot dog is Charles Feltman. You heard of Charles Feltman? Never. Well, you're going to hear about him right now. Feltman was born in 1841. There's a comment like, jump back to the last episode just to forgive you for doing 1941 whatever i wrote 1941 (laughs) so it was 1841 in germany and immigrated to the united states at the age of 15 familiar with the frankfurter sausage of his homeland charles in 1867 began operation of a pushcart pie wagon he would use to sell food to beachgoers at coney island beach all right that same year Feltman came up with the idea of inserting a frankfurter into a specially made elongated roll. He called it the, quote, Coney Island Red Hot. And it was soon all the rage for its convenience. It could be held and easily eaten on the street or the beach. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It could be eaten... Uh, Basically anywhere. Eaten with some peach. Yeah. <laughs> New York historian Henry Collins Brown explained the attraction to the new food, quote, it could be carried on the march, eaten on the sands between baths, consumed on a carousel, used as a baby's nipple to quiet an obstreperous infant, <laughs> and had other economic appeals to the summer pleasure seeker. Jesus. That's very ambiguous at the end. Yo, get your, the summer pleasure seeker needs to get a Coney Island Red Hot in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, this is absolutely... Getting back just... How easily it was to impress people in the 1800s. <laughs> Just yeah. like, well, a sausage meat. on bread? In a long bun? 
Amazing. This is the greatest thing ever. We're going to write articles. This is our new economy, people. <laughs> it's true. It would have been. Oh, it? God. Yeah. Uh, fast food. Now it was this probably, arguably, could be said to be the first f- fast food, maybe. Yeah, or even just street. Well, I don't know about street food. There's probably others, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it took some time for the public to decide what to call Feltman's creation: Frankfurter sausage, Coney Island red hot. None of them really captured the public's imagination. Coney Island chicken and Coney Island weenie both had their proponents. I don't know why chicken would be have been a thing. <laughs> Unless it was made of chicken, if you just like didn't have any pork or beef and just made chicken wieners, but like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, it's funny you should mention that, Sean. Oh my God! Did oh, but it was popular uncertainty about exactly what kind of meat was in these casings <laughs> that ultimately determined that it would be called quote hot dog. <laughs> Because apparently, I don't have like that much any information on it, but apparently, at that time, it definitely was possible that it could have been a dog. Oh, oh. yeah. I mean, oh. yeah, we're not going to get into I mean, the debate yeah, yeah. of like whether. Yeah, yeah. animals. Yeah, animals you're eating and animal, animals. But... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's really, you can't really be like, oh, I'm sad about dogs, but not pigs. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, but no, like, that's, that's. Just, I love that they're like chicken. Now that seems too logical. Like, yeah, it's like, it, does it look like chicken? Even not really. Dog. We'll go with dog, yeah, we'll go not with pork dog. or beef. Yeah. <laughs> so, from the success of the hot dog, Feltman was able to open a restaurant complex in 1871, selling 3,864 dachshund sausages in the first year. Okay, so it's the hot dog. It's the dachshund thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is just more like they're they're playing off the dog. It's not yeah. just all right. Yeah, it's not really about the dog meat. That's just yeah, that's it, just probably it, the you're public just saying, going. You're around. just saying like, yo, it's possible that there were dog in this shit yes. back in then. Okay, yes, that makes entire sense. Yeah, uh, and so this is about the restaurant still. And by its heyday in the 1920s, it was serving and hosting. Five million two hundred and fifty thousand guests a year at its several restaurants, two bars, beer garden, famous carousel, and other attractions, offering many types of food beyond hot dogs. Well, I mean, that's amazing, but I just want to picture like high society back in this day being like, shall we like vacation <laughs> yeah. out in Coney Island and, and we'll get wasted and consume all the hot dogs? We'll we get the hot dogs <laughs> we'll and have a hot... great day in the sun. No, it will go to the bar and just hammer down some champagne and hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a new food. I guess it was yeah, high it was class. Trendy, back then. right? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So here's a little fun fact. Uh, Nathan Handworker was working at Feltman's as a roll slicer when he quit at, to found rival Nathan's. Handworker undersold Feltman, offering hot dogs for five cents instead of ten, at a more downscale operation than Feltman's. But eventually, Nathan's became the most successful and iconic Coney Island hot dog purveyor and a nationwide brand which thrived into the 21st century. I love that he was just like, okay, this is some garbage meat on some bread, (laughs) people. I'm just going to sell it for less. Pay less. It's not fancy. It's just garbage. Just buy it. It costs nothing. I'm just going to undercut my competitor and just like 
sell a yep. thousand of these. Handworker was smart. He what? Like yeah. <laughs> now he's got a hot dog eating contest. He does. Like 150 years later, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, imagine that. Imagine being like being that like roll cutter, right? Like this is what I love about history. You're just like sitting there, being like, yeah, you know fuck this guy. I'm gonna go and open my own hot dog place. These things are little tubes of garbage put between bread. It costs nothing. I'm just going to do this in 150 years later on July 4th every year. Everyone <laughs> yeah, talks gonna, about you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as people just shove these things in their mouth. Yeah. That's Americana, man. That is, that's, that's, Amer- <laughs> that's the American dream, yeah, man. It that, literally it, is. It literally, that's why <laughs> that's, this this podcast is all about oh, all about that shit, right? Like it's, uh, But oh my God, I just love the that little, just like, he just cut, what did he do? He cut the buns? Yeah, he was the he was the roll slicer. Ah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, another possible inventor of the hot dog was German immigrant named Anton Fuschtwanger. Love the names. Fuschtwanger was in fact from the city of Frankfurt and allegedly pioneered the practice of making hot dogs throughout the American Midwest. One account is that his wife suggested the use of the bun in the 1880s. Another says that Fuschtwanger was a, quote, Bavarian vendor at the 1893 World's Columbian Exposition in Chicago or at the 1904 Louisiana Purchase Exposition in St. Louis and at first loaned customers white gloves so that they could handle his piping hot sausage. (laughs) It is said... Here, wear these gloves. They're full of sausage grease and other people's germs. Yeah. That's what was going on. It is said that because most of the gloves were not returned, Fuschtwanger turned to his brother-in-law, a baker, for help. The baker devised a long, soft roll that would fit the meat, and thus the hot dog was born. I knew the Midwest would not go through this story without having their say. Without having a claim <laughs> knew, to the hot dog yet. I've been, I love Chicago. Chicago's great. Uh, my sister lives there, and, and they, they take their... their uh, their dogs. The Chicago dog. They do. Yeah. The Chicago dog is an institution. However, most historians scoff at this account, but it's funny nonetheless. All right. All right. You're going to get me banned from seeing my sister, dude. (laughs) I'm not saying that the Chicago hot dog isn't a thing. It's a thing. But like, according to apparently Feltman, it's Coney Island thing, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. Do we really need to? It doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't. They're fucking delicious. It doesn't. It doesn't. Fucking delicious. (laughs) Uh, the common consensus among historians as the origin point for the specific term hot dog is a story that begins June 14th, 1855. Harry M. Stevens is born in London, England. All right. You heard of him? No. I've heard of no one. Who the fuck? He's not a ball player. Okay, I know that. Like, <laughs> if it was a baseball player, there's a good chance I've heard of him. Yeah. But... You're naming sausage people, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you're like, do you know you heard of, Have you heard of uh, Abe Froman? <laughs> no. The sausage king of Chicago? <laughs> no. Played by Matthew Broderick in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off oh, in yeah. 1980. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Harry M. Stevens emigrated to Niles, Ohio in the 1880s. On arrival in the States, he became obsessed with baseball and quickly made his mark by designing and selling the first scorecard. Sweet. A design still in use to this day. By 1900, Stevens had secured contracts to supply refreshments at several major league ballparks across the U.S. He also began to sell scorecards to fans with the phrase, you can't tell the players without a scorecard. 
That's strange, but yeah, I guess that's some <laughs> sort of it's true. It's not like I guess. they had it up on the screen back then. No, that's true. In uh, 1901, on a cold April day at the Polo Grounds in New York, uh -huh. the Giants held their home opener. Stevens's concession stands normally did big business on ice cream, but due to the low temperatures, there was little demand for a frozen treat that day. He decided to change things up and began to sell Dachshund sausages. When the stack of wax paper the sausages were traditionally served on eventually ran out, Stevens had one of his employees purchase some buns and had the staff place the dachshunds in the buns. Creating became what is known today as the hot dog. That's, that's great. <laughs> yep. Vendors were hawking hot dogs from portable hot water tanks shouting, They're red hot! They're should, red hot. Like, should have put this like at a different place yeah, because yeah, this yeah. quote is longer than that. <laughs> they're red they're, hot. They're red hot. Get your dachshund sausages while they're red hot. <laughs> Wasn't that it, very accurate? It's, it's, it's not a lot of words, but they work. <laughs> yeah. A New York Journal uh, sports cartoonist, Tad Dorgan, observed the scene and hastily drew a cartoon of barking dachshund sausages nestled in warmly nestled warmly in rolls. I guess they're pictures of dogs. Dogs. Not sure how to spell dachshund. He simply wrote hot dog. The cartoon is said to have been a sensation, thus coining the term hot dog. However, historians have been unable to find this cartoon, despite Dorgan's enormous body of work and his popularity. Other culinary historians point to the college magazines where the word hot dog began appearing in the 1890s. Can we just, can I interrupt for yes. the fact that, like, is this, like, this guy's like, how do you spell dachshund? And everyone's like, I don't know. And it's like, do we have a German dictionary? No, everyone's like, no. And he's like, all right, fuck it. Hot, Hot dog. dog. <laughs> and that, like, just stuck. It just stuck. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, well, the point, the I, I guess, like, the point I'm trying to make with this, like, whole story in general is that, like, no one really fucking knows. Like, it there's, just, like, it's, like it, there's a bunch it's of different, history, though, there's a right? bunch of different accounts of, like, where the hot dog came well, from. Well, that's, but, but like, like, I had, like, it's so creative of you to, like, do, like, I was just, like, sitting here, I'm like, why the hell is he telling me about Frankfurt? At first yeah. I was like, he's gonna do a baseball in Europe thing. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. That'd be a big one. Yeah, and then I'm like... <laughs> Wait, is he just telling me the history of hot dogs? And I'm just like, oh my god, he is. Like, well, yes, I am. <laughs> hot dog in the 1890s, the term was current at Yale in the fall of 1894 when, quote, dog wagons sold hot dogs at the dorms. I'm assuming that's a wagon It'd be like a dog. No, I assume it's just a hot dog stand. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Much more sense. What are you talking about? I, I just pictured it in dogs pulling a wagon like, full of hot you guys dogs. Better, you guys better pull this fast. You're going to end up in between these buns, you know what I mean? You know? It would be a fun thing at a party. Like, we brought in some dogs and hooked them up to a wagon full of um, sausages. Full of <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not really, like, so honestly, who fucking knows where it actually originated, but those are some, like, cool and funny stories. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, 
it's like carried on now into like baseball like now it's like a known thing like there's a dodger dog and the fenway frank or whatever well that's the thing and that's what i love that that, that the original like you gave us that, that history of of what is a frank and what is a vienna mm-hmm. or a wiener yeah right like yeah. The, the the difference between those two is like is, now we're gonna be going to stadiums and be like no 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 is that a yeah. beef in it it's not a frankfurter bitch yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, frank, yeah. You, you can't know? frankfurt that shit <laughs> yeah. frankfurt is pork yeah <laughs> and that is it no and that's and but it's like every you know every ballpark has has a sausage or sorry has the hot dog they have sausages too but but it is interesting to know that those like those water tanks like mm-hmm. when was that that was like 1910 or 1920 what? or some when he when he started the when he didn't sell enough ice cream and sold the yeah the, that yeah. was uh yeah 1910 I yeah so that's that's just like 1901 okay 1901. so but either way been 120 years of of like the same thing and and you know where else was the hot dog but like obviously the fact that it was like a big hit in coney island and there was just like an entire as we point out like an economy built around these new Mm -hmm. new tubular meats yeah like that is that's wild and then the fact that just like the obvious progression to to putting it in a bun and just like it's like the easiest game thing to consume mm-hmm. in a game mm-hmm. oh it's so good though and like i was it's so so this is the thing though here is here's my my question to you and this might have swayed me in a different direction than i might have been before is the hot dog a sandwich and i don't think the sandwiches were really a thing I think the hot dog beat the sandwich. You think so? When was the sandwich invented? See, that's the thing. We got to look this up, but I'm pretty sure the sandwich was like, like not in the 1800s. I think it was like the, or maybe it was well, the, right ham- on, maybe I'm mixing it up with the like, hamburger. We're like right on the cusp, but yeah, but but I'm I'm thinking like the the, I, a hot dog's not a sandwich. No, and I might have said it was before, but this like solidified me. If I'm taking anything away from this podcast, <laughs> it's that a hot dog is not a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. But I, I want to like carry on because I did like like we're it's pretty much like finished like the story of like the history of the hot dog or okay, whatever. But right. like I told you that I brought some visual things for oh, you yeah, to look I, at or whatever. See, I don't. I honestly so, like, thought you were done. Well, I essentially am like okay, about right. like the the history of the hot dog. Oh, okay. Or whatever. But you have more but, like, written. Well, right. I just like ha- yeah, like because right. you know talk about like our own experience like with like going to different parks or whatever. So like we've been to like. I think like it probably half the parks in the league. I think you've yeah. definitely been to half. I've been, maybe yeah. been to one or two. Less I've been than to half fifteen or, or sixteen, but like one might have closed or something. I don't. Remember. Yeah. So, um, um, like, and and we always like talk about food maps and shit and like food going maps around, like, are hugely important. Yes. They yes. are they are they are the, the 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 beacon of light to the fan at a new stadium. Yes. They yes. are absolutely they lead you to where you want to go at a mm-hmm. stadium. And and when I go and look at a food map, usually the first time I go, I want to find like if they're especially if they're like famous for like a hot dog. Exactly. Or you want to yep. go and check that out first and then maybe like expand into like more of the local flavors or whatever mm-hmm. after that or whatever. And sometimes that's like part of their specific hot dog which is what i'm gonna show you in a second but uh like just in my experience like like the fenway frank was better than the dodger dog 
Oh, 100 percent. Right? And yeah. then and then but even like the foot long at the Rogers Center is better than both of those. Yeah. Like even like obviously it's bigger, but like, you know, just the the quality of the meat is better, I think. But my personal favorite, you know, we like searched it out when we went to the Coliseum was the bacon wrapped colossal dog. Oh my god. That yeah, no, the Oakland Oakland did did really good concessions. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that stadium people don't like that stadium. I kind of well, I had a great day there. I did too, but it, like I get why people if like that's your home stadium, yeah. why you get over it cuz it did quickly, stink, yeah. you know, like it kind of <laughs> stunk stink. at certain points, you know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so here I'm going to give you these like pictures. Here's some like suggestions for like new stuff. So number 1 there's at the White Sox stadium. The heater. There's the heater. Okay. Uh it Pack some heat like the rest of the Windy City. Uh, White Sox fans like their Chicago-style dog, but when they enter guaranteed rate field, fans make a play for this juicy jalapeno cheddar sausage draped oh with spicy God. coleslaw and sriracha mayo. Dude, what the? This looks so good. This yeah. looks. Aw- it's so Midwest. Yeah, it's like I don't like know if it, that was Midwest there. Thing. Or it probably was there when we went. Yeah. Also, White Sox, you have great beer. Yes. Your fans are really lucky. Uh, okay, what do we got here? Number <laughs> okay, two. number two is from Coors Field. Oh, I, it's, I've uh, been outside of Coors Field, but I've never been in. They weren't in town. This is Biker Jim's Gourmet Dogs. Yep. Uh, it's offbeat meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, specializes in serving dogs that are anything but run-of-the-mill, from reindeer and oh. wild boar to rattlesnake and pheasant. Very, very, very Colorado of you, Colorado. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, number three is the Royal Sunrise Dog. Uh-huh. Uh, breakfast huge yep. and very cheesy. Yeah, breakfast flavors. Yeah. So yeah. the tailgate... I, I'm not a big cheese fan on my dogs, I'm going to tell you. No, that. me neither, but... Like, they can be in the dogs. They can be in the sausage. Yes, and, like and a cheddar smoky or something. People from Frankfurt and Vienna are getting mad at us right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so... This one says, breakfast flavors, the tailgate comes early for early afternoon ball games. And if you've ever wished you could eat brunch while watching the game, this dog is here to answer your call. All right. Oh, so we got we got angels. I almost got this. I did. You didn't not get the get angels it. one. No, I did not. The halo dog. Oh, do you want me to actually describe what oh. is on the royals oh. one first? Yeah, I didn't realize that, that was yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you need to describe. I didn't all realize these. what was on it because I'm looking at a gargantuan, massive. Like, yeah, it's a foot long, loaded with crumbled bacon, cheddar cheese slices, white sausage gravy, and a fried egg. Gravy? That's gravy. I thought that's that was gravy. just mayonnaise, and I thought that was bad enough. <laughs> no. It's, it's white sausage yeah. gravy. What the Kansas City one I'm looking at is is literally it's the most. We'll disgusting. post the pictures in it the is, description is, if we it, get. Like I would eat it, and I'm upset with myself that I'm saying that. <laughs> so we got the Halo Dog. Number yeah. four is the Halo Dog from uh, the Angels. Is that Poblano on there? Uh, the peppers. I don't see that on here. This all-beef hot dog uh-huh. is wrapped with bacon and topped with charro beans, shredded Monterey Jack cheese, and picked a gallo salsa. Okay, yeah. I think I see some poblano peppers on there, which are fucking great, too. Um, but I just realized, yeah, it's bacon wrapped, too. Anytime you're baking wrap, bacon wrapped, like, just, just calm down, folks. Yeah, just, just relax. Just calm down. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't, like, I love, bacon's great, but you don't need it. <laughs> and here's something that we should have got during the rain delay at PNC Park instead of waiting for the chicken. 
is the Pittsburgh Pirates Cracker Jack and Mac Dog. That's disgusting. I'm sorry, but no. Is I'm obvious. So, so not fucking eat this, but okay. like just. All right, go. Just describe it. Sweet the- and salty. This footlong beef hot dog is covered in creamy macaroni and cheese, <laughs> then drizzled with salted caramel sauce. What? Why? Yeah. And topped with deep fried pickle jalapenos yep. and caramel covered popcorn. Jeez. Like, see, it doesn't make sense. This is people going too far. <laughs> well, that says here, is this mashup of classic flavors actually edible? We'll let you decide. <laughs> That's like that's just that's like signing a waiver before going into a place you don't know. Yeah. Just well, maybe. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you, know, you just need to make sure. Oh my god, no, that looks gross. That looks that looks like cracker. Like the cracker jacks is one thing. I think that you're just forcing it though. You're forcing it. Yeah, you it's, you're just to, forcing a culinary like. No, but you don't like even if you did that without the cracker jacks and the the salted caramel sauce, it would kind of be good. Mm, you think but, so? But adding the Cracker Jacks and the caramel the mac sauce. and cheese, though? Well, I mean, with I, everyone's... You, you've put hot dogs in mac and cheese before. True, you've, true. You've lived. That's right, that's right. <laughs> you've that's lived. Right, that's you've right. been broke. That's right. <laughs> like, like, we've all, we've all experienced You've lived these. and breathed. Yeah, yeah, you, you've wanted you've wanted that, you know, you didn't have buns, but you had a box of mac and cheese. That's but right. the jalapenos, but just adding the Cracker Jacks and the caramel sauce, like, that's messed up. All right, we got two more here. Uh, two more here. So, uh, number six is the San Francisco Giants Sheboygan Sausage. Mm-hmm. San Fran loves sausage. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is a serious food town. AT and oh, Oracle Park now. Yeah, Oracle. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. follows suit, offering Giants fans seriously good sausages like brats and kielbasa, in addition to typical dogs cloaked in grilled onions and sauerkraut. The Sheboygan sausage is a crowd favorite. Wait, wait that see that looks like just like a solid a solid yeah. Different. There's not really too much to the description there, but like the the visual was really good, so that's why All I right. picked that. Just so this this anyway. monstrosity, not great for radio or whatever, but yeah, this monstrosity that I'm looking at now. So so this is the last one. This um, is probably the only thing you'll like about the Texas Rangers. I, I I'm finding it hard to no. I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I uh, mean, I want it, but once again, only because I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Texas style chili. To satisfy big appetites, Texas Rangers fans regularly chow down on the famous Boomstick, a one-pound hot dog, large enough for three to four people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's topped with the famous chili meat, sautéed onions, and cheese. Now stuff all of that into a tamale, then slather it in more chili and nacho cheese, and you've got the most valuable tamale. Holy heck. Yeah. I mean... I think yeah. it's gnarly, man. See, like if we ever go to Texas, we're getting this. Yeah. <laughs> to share. But like <laughs> once again, this is this is, you know, you shouldn't I I just you no one should be consuming this. Yeah. So <laughs> it, th- those are seven hot dog suggestions seven famous, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously we There's we more famous the, ones. The, There's the Chicago Dodger dogs dog. and everything and well, Dodger the Chicago dogs and family friends. Getting back to Chicago in the Midwest, right? Just just from family <laughs> connections. It's just the mustard, the mustard is the key point with all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's just it. The look you get when you put ketchup on a dog there is like it's just like you let. That's true. Yeah. It's like it's. And I didn't know that when we went. Yeah. No. It's it's the look your father gives you when when you just let him down. Like like <laughs> it is just people care so much. But they don't have like honey mustard as an option. Like, no. You know, it's like weird. come on. But I know. I know. Well, that's the thing is I I'm a mustard guy. 
but I'm not a big yellow mustard fan. Me right? too. Like, and that's the thing is I like mustard and it's a, but that, and, some Dijon. Yeah, some Dijon, some some horseradish mustard, some some anything. But honestly, the heater, the number one one, the the. That you talked about with the coleslaw and the sriracha mayo on it, that's my champ. That's your number yeah, one out I'm of that like, choice. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get one of those as You're soon as I, as soon as the border opens again in yeah. South Chicago. Yeah. Um, but oh my god, it's uh, I can't believe you told the story, the history of the hot dog. Yeah, that was the history that was, of hot dogs, man. That was absolutely a wild story. Mm-hmm. And when you told mm-hmm. me, you're like, yeah, it's not even about baseball. I was just like, okay, like whatever. Like I figured it was just it's like interesting, but what yeah. would that be? You know, I did not expect that. So holy crap! So you just learned a lot about uh, well, before. Uh, hold on, one thing before we wrap up. You are like wrapping up, right? Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, <laughs> the reason I like sw- yeah, I know we don't need to talk <laughs> anymore about hour. hot dogs, but I want to like plug something, <laughs> okay? Because this is what like made me get this story. Can you pass me that book that's over oh, there? Oh, okay, all right. Um, so we got Lost Ballparks. Yeah, I got here. this Lost Ballparks uh, book the other day by Dennis Sevanowski and Eric J. Koss. It's a coffee table book, and uh, I'm like a ballpark nerd, like the actual stadiums themselves. So I found this really interesting because this is a it's got a lot of photographs and write-ups about ballparks that have been either burned or demolished or raised or whatever that are like no <laughs> turned longer turned into there a zoo. Turned into a zoo. That's one of them. But uh, in the the actual write-up about the polo grounds, there was one sentence about Charles Feltman eventually or like possibly inventing the hot dog in 1901 that I was like, oh. That might be interesting. And then that led me down the rabbit hole, and here we are with the story. So uh, That's a great check that book, book out. It's, yeah, uh, this is so cool. It's interesting. And, uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter, at Doing Baseball, and Instagram, uh, at Doing.Baseball. Check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us, really. Give us a review. Uh, it helps us. It gets us higher on the list. Yeah. For easier for everyone to find us so help us please help us please next time you'll hear about the pretzels uh that you <laughs> <laughs> no in all seriousness that was a great great story uh thanks so much uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again in in two weeks uh, and uh, if baseball's still on uh enjoy it yeah <laughs> talk to you soon i'm sean and i'm eds and we were doing some baseball okay bye